0: Hello, 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 and welcome back to Conversations with JR. If this is your first time listening, welcome. Tonight's topic is a bit of a personal topic. You know, every now and then on Conversations with JR, I like to share my personal journey of healing. And my experiences connected to topics that I bring to you. And as I have been reflecting on my life lately, and the space that I am in, and the place that I am in, and how I've come to be where I am today, one thing that I am deeply grateful for doing this healing process. Is being in the presence of peace. Inner peace. And out of peace. See. At my age. I didn't want to be alone. Never thought thought about being alone. I always thought that I would be married at this point. Or remarried. (laughs) And with a really good life partner. But it hasn't happened. So what I did was what I think a lot of people do when they're afraid of facing life alone. I spent years in and out of dysfunctional relationships and situationships because I was afraid that being alone, being without a man, would mean that something is wrong with me. And I did not want to be labeled one of those women who couldn't keep a man. As a result, I accepted demeaning treatment from relationships and friendships that only brought pain, drama, and suffering into my life. For most of my life, I felt that I wasn't good enough. So I just connected and latched on to anyone who showed me concern and told me that they loved me and would make me a part of their clique. So what I did was I tried to fix what people told me was wrong with me. And the more and more effort I put into changing to please others, it seems that they just can, can continue to point out my flaws. I believe in therapy, and I've been in therapy for trauma. And the first time my therapist asked me, what did I want? I didn't know how to answer. The truth be told, my life was a sum of feeling unloved, disconnected, and I was beaten down from being a people pleaser. I spent years allowing the voices of loneliness and the judgment of others to drive me into situations that burden my life deeper, into emotional Mental and physical depletion. And this went on and on and on until the day came when I had nothing to give. So I took action. Now, it's been a very, very long time through this process of understanding and through this process of healing. And I have gone through several different stages of therapy and i read a lot of self-help books and I have done yoga and meditation. And I wrote two books that I published on my own about this. But within the last four years of my life, I would say from 2018, because now we are in 2021, That's when the real work began. And I truly start to understand why I remained locked in a pattern of self-sabotage and unloving intimate relationships and friendships. And I stayed attached to family members who were just self-centered. I detached myself from being A means, an end to other people's means. And regardless how painful it was, I knew that I had to detach from dysfunctional situations in order to connect to self. And when I say detach, I mean completely, for some people I had to completely sever all ties in order to dig deep, and find myself. Now, when an individual like myself decides that enough is enough, and being sick and tired isn't helping to solve anything, this is a defining moment. It was a defining moment of me discovering the truth of who was with me during this process, And who was against me during my transformation? Now, during my isolation, my self-isolation, I discovered how to hear and trust my own voice. I learned that I deserve to live in a home where I didn't have to walk around eggshells and adjust to other people's moods and attitudes. That was just so emotionally and mentally draining, and it did not make for a happy home. Being a people pleaser only made me a weak doormat and disconnected me from being my authentic self. Because I was just too busy trying to please other people and to be everything that they want me to be for them and how I should be. And it became very exhausting. At this stage in life, I am learning to be patient and to trust the process of peace Healing, and I am certainly enjoying being in the presence of my own company. I have learned to forgive myself, I have learned to have compassion for myself. I stop belittling myself and beating up on myself. I know that not having an intimate relationship doesn't mean that I am broken. It doesn't mean that something is wrong with me as a woman. I realize that not being in an intimate relationship isn't a punishment. And the universe is not out to punish me. This time of peace means that I can love on me. It means that I can give to myself all that I desired. When I was in those dysfunctional relationships, I can give all to myself. Everything that I desire. I can give it to myself. That I really did not need a person to give me those things. And I had to learn that. Give it to me, give it to myself. I understand that having a handful of faithful friends is better than being lost in a crowd of fake associates. I really truly learned that I don't meet everybody and call everybody my friend. And I don't share my home with everybody, and I don't bake break bread with everybody and I don't I don't latch on to people as fast as I used to I take my time I discovered that I'm capable of more than anyone thought that I could accomplish And during my time of isolation and deleting negative people from my presence, what happened was I cleared the way for building a better networking system that supports and works for me. And that gives my life balance. That brings value to me and my life vision. And one of the best parts of Healing in the presence of peace is how I value and treat my body. In other words, I no longer offer my body up as a sacrifice in exchange for happiness that will never come. And ladies, if you're listening to this, you know exactly What I am saying when I say, offer up my body, as a sacrifice. I no longer do that. I immerse myself in self-care because of what I ask of myself mentally and emotionally. And when I know that I'm asking too much of myself, I know when to pull back. But I don't immerse myself in self-care because I'm running from the burdens of the baggage that other people dump on me because I I no longer allow myself to be a dumping ground. My life used to be the sum of mostly negative choices. But today, I know that it's never too late to learn to heal, and to start a new beginning. I love my new beginning. I love everything about my new beginning. I don't miss a lot of people that I have let go during this journey. I don't miss them. I don't know who needs to hear this. But to the individuals who are listening. And if my experience speaks to you, it speaks to your soul, it speaks to your experience. If you have walked in these shoes. I say, seek your healing in the presence of peace. I value my peace. I value my freedom. I value my own company. I value my living environment. I value my body. I love me. I know my worth. I know what I deserve. This is Conversations with JR. And you know what my core values are. Conversations with JR is about empowering people, men and women, to look within and to connect with their authentic self and to heal from the dysfunction of emotional brokenness and to break cycles. I'm all about faith and hope and healing. I hope that you have enjoyed this conversation and that you will begin to have a conversation with yourself. In the meantime, join me, subscribe to my YouTube page, Conversations with JR. Click like, share. Thank you for listening.